Spawnerly is the premier podcast spotlighting people of color. Every week, we talk news, what we've been playing, and tell you who's invited to the cookout. Our show is all about talking about gaming through a prism of blackness because we are the culture. Welcome to Bukaka, y'all. What the deal be everybody here in Bricago? What up, what up, what up? This is the Spawn of Me podcast with your host, Khalif Adams. And I'm me, Khalif Adams. How you doing? I hope you're all doing well. I hope you're having a wonderful week uh, getting ready for Turkey Day, uh, which is coming up very, very soon. Uh, it is, the year has just been flying by. It has just been madness how fast everything has kind of been moving. And uh, we're all in the middle of now the both end of the year conversations, the conversations around you know, game of the year, you know, holidays, Thanksgiving, Christmas, Hanukkah, all the holidays uh, that are kind of coming through in this season are all coming together all at one time. So it's always really fun to kind of be in this part of the year where all those things are kind of coming to a head. Uh, and yeah, we, we are looking back now. I'm starting to do the work of looking back at this year. And uh, I have to say, you know, everybody here in, in, in our land of Bricago, you have been brilliant. It has been a wild run in terms of what 2021 has been. And just going back at some of the, the towards some of the things that we have been doing in this in this work and, and, and with this podcast, it has been pretty phenomenal about how, you know, how many heights we've been able to reach in such a like weird year. You know, we're in pandemic year two, lots of things kind of just being in the space and moving around all at once. Uh, and you know, the industry has been weird and funky and, you know, new, new things have been happening for a lot of different people. So, um, it is, it is dope to be able to have all of you here to continue to be, you know, the folks that are holding us down and, and bringing good energy to the show. And I hope in, 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 in turn that I've been doing that for all of you as well. I hope that that's been something that has kind of been coming through in the work and, and, and the good vibes and good fun that have been there for for all of you too. So um, this episode is going to be pretty quick. I, I have uh, a couple of a, a quick hits to kind of dig into. If you missed the last episode, uh, you missed a really fun, really fun show. Please make sure you're going back into the archives, checking out the shows, sharing those things out, uh, giving folks some good uh, vibes and information about the work that I'm doing here. Uh, and then hopefully we'll get even more residents to come through and be a part of our Bricago family. This week is going to be uh pretty sweet because we have some cool news to talk about uh not only in the industry but stuff that we're doing uh, alongside you know all the other folks that we've been working with of late again massive massive thanks to our friends from manscaped uh who have been supporting the show they they sponsored the last two episodes uh we're hoping to get a couple more people we're, we're really looking for around 10 folks to to jump in on that and and work with us there again you can you can use the the code spawn on me for 20% off on that. Uh, and if we get 10 folks, they'll do want to do more work with us in the in the new year. So that'll be, that'll be super cool. Uh, we also announced that we're working with TCL. Uh, they, they shipped over a really fantastic, beautiful television for us uh, to go check out and review. So all that should be coming out hopefully in the next week or so, probably hopefully this weekend we'll get something together or if not, it'll have to happen the week afterwards. Cause I'll be gone uh, for a little bit of time uh, to go see some family um but all that to say uh really excited for what's happening in 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 our space we're we're getting some some amazing visibility across a lot of different folks there's uh you know one more kind of big thing happening that you'll all see very very soon 
um, and, and still plotting and planning to get other cool things done. Uh, so that's always in the mix for, for everything that we're trying to do here on Swan on Me. So before we go any further, I want to jump right into the news of the week. Here is the 411. This week, we have a bunch of interesting stories out in the world. Uh, there has been another blow up in terms of the conversations around Activision, Bobby Kotick, and all the things that have been happening there. Uh, there's so many different good articles about that that I won't dig into because we kind of already know what the, the, the kind of grossness that's happening in that space is is there. So I would say there's some fantastic articles on Kotaku and on Polygon, especially that have been really digging into this. Uh, Jason Schreier, who, you know, who's a, a, a part of our guests list this year uh is, is really digging into that stuff over there in a really fantastic way folks from the washington post have been digging into it in a really good way um i want to dig into uh, another angle of this uh which i thought was really profound uh, happened this week both the heads of playstation and xbox came together or not came together both of them spoke out in their individual pr channels uh to talk about the uh, kind of not great things that are happening over at Blizzard. I thought that that was something that was pretty profound in a, in, in a way that we don't really see often where you have folks who are at that higher level, you know, talking about industry peers in this way and talking about the kind of disturbing things that they are seeing in the industry and how they are, kind of, you know, combating that with the work that they're doing on their own, on their own layers. Um, Phil Spencer, head of X, head of Xbox, talked about this in a, article uh in the role in the wall street journal earlier this week uh and, and had a quote that said this type of behavior has no place in our industry uh spencer wrote in an email according to bloomberg saying he was disturbed and deeply troubled by the events and actions brought to light in the bombshell report by the wall street journal so this was on bloomberg uh the exact xbox executive also said uh the console manufacturer would be uh, making ongoing proactive adjustments to its relationship with activision blizzard moving forward but apparently did not go into any more specifics. Um, this is profound stuff. I think, you know, one, it's it's always good to, to see Phil Spencer at the forefront of these conversations. I think he he has earned the trust of many, many folks within the space. I think he is, is has shown on multiple layers that he cares about not only the DNI conversations that are happening, but he also spoke out of, about NFTs this week as well and saying that, you know, most of the stuff that we see there is kind of more exploitative uh, than anything else. Uh, than actually, you know, helping and, and being good for players. So it's been nice to see him and Jim Ryan kind of come out in the past couple of days and talk about the Activision conversation and, you know, use the power that they have to to, to continue to inform about what this is going to look like from their perspective and how they're looking at, you know, the overall sense of the industry uh, in this way. I don't remember anybody, I don't remember having a, a, a kind of two-pronged assault like this um, in any other spaces, except for when it was at the game awards, maybe a couple of years back when you had Sean Layden, you had Reggie fils and then you had Phil Spencer all get on stage together, basically lock arms and say, we want to make this space better for everyone in the industry. And let's find ways to, 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 to kind of do that on our respective platforms and figure out good ways to make that work happen. Um, it is it is rare to be able to see again like folks at this level of the game, you know, come out and talk about that kind of stuff. 
uh, you know, especially when we're hearing even more terrible uh, um, accounts of what was happening during the, the Bobby Kotick uh, era, uh, which is still ongoing. Um, so I'm hoping that, you know, these kinds of conversations continue to bubble up. Uh, I'm hoping that these kinds of um, discussions from folks that are in the higher sea uh, um, level management spaces continues to come out and, 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 you know, build that out while we also see about even, uh, I think the latest numbers were around a thousand people um, signing a petition to see if they could, you know, have the, the board members remove Bobby Kotick from, uh, from his, his position. So a lot of things are happening in that space. I'm not going to really dig into a lot of it uh, because that, that conversation is kind of well-tread and has been out there, but it is again, really nice to be able to see, uh, you know, folks like this who, again, I deeply respect and, and feel like they are doing some of the best work in, in, in the industry right now, talk about these issues in a bigger kind of larger way uh, so that, you know, the, the folks who are, you know, us who are playing and, 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 you know, involved in the community and involved in the space are seeing what's happening and seeing, and they're not blind to it. Um, now it's just a matter of seeing, you know, that work is trickling down and water falling throughout their own respective uh, um, businesses and, and, and how other folks within their spaces are thinking about the work that they are doing uh, in there as well. Really, really happy and, and, and proud to see that that was a thing that happened this week. Um, and I feel like Phil Spencer right now is, you know, doing the damn thing in terms of being right on messaging around so many different layers of the, of the space. He is not missing. Uh, and it feels like everything that Xbox right now is doing besides blowing up their own social channel that happened the other day when the Xbox account got deleted, uh, massive love to the folks I know who are working on that. I don't know what happened in that, but it was funny for at least a couple of hours for us, for them. I'm sure they were pissing in their pants in the pants. That's not a word in the pants, uh, <laughs> while things were kind of blowing up around them, but massive love to them. Cause you know, the holiday season is coming. They can't have that bad boy down with the Xbox. 20 stuff happening and the master chief collection. I mean, the, the halo 20 stuff dropping. Um, I got my, I got my, uh, Xbox, uh, halo edition is sitting right next to me. You might've seen it in the initial shot. It's so nice. It's so pretty. It's so nice. Anyway, uh, moving on, uh, a, a really interesting announcement came out, uh, this, uh, actually today as of Wednesday, when we're recording this one, um, and that one was around a game called Multiverses coming from Warner Brothers, which is going to dig into multiple parts of the Warner Brother IP. So you're going to see wild stuff coming together in this kind of Smash-esque brawler or fighter. So you're going to have folks like Bugs Bunny, uh, Arya Stark from Game of Thrones, Batman, Scooby from Scooby-Doo, uh, I mean Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. All in this, you know, brawler game that is, you know, reminiscent of Smash. And it's just really interesting because we've seen not only Nickelodeon get into the space with their Nickelodeon uh, Smash kind of game. Nintendo has been at the forefront of this game for a long time with, with actual Smash. Uh, Brawl Hollow was in the, in the space for a long time and did really well. Um, and now Warner Brothers is jumping into this game, which I think they have so much upside 
to be able to bring together IPs that a lot of people care about and you can have a lot of fun with that. It's going to be really cool to see what they're going to be able to do with this um, and see if people are going to take to this game. I wonder if there's going to be the same kind of energy and excited energy around this that we do see for a game like smash a new game like this. I, you know, we're wondering to see how the, how the potential audience is going to come to this game and see if they're going to really dig it or like it. Um, seeing Arya Stark, you know, battling with Tom and Jerry, I don't know what to do with that. I'm also just weird. The fact that Arya Stark is in the game at all. Like she, her character is very dark and this game seems to be very, very light in terms of the way that the tone works. Um, so that's going to be a little bit funky to see, uh, about how that all kind of works. Uh, I don't, I don't know. Um, I, you know, it's a to be continued kind of thing where we'll see just how, you know, one, how the game plays two how everything kind of works within the system. There was a really great video that came out from Warner brothers that the creative director kind of went through what they're trying to do from a, you know, from a nuts and bolts perspective of what this game is going to wind up being. Um, but it will be cool to see Superman fight Batman and Tom and Jerry kind of fight each other and, and, and do those things alongside all the other characters that they're going to wind up building into this uh, particular game. I, I am hesitant to, to, to be bullish on this yet. I don't know what we're going to get our hands on, uh, but it could be really cool to see, you know, how this is going to potentially, you know, be fun. And if the, if the fighting game community actually comes to this game in any real way that feels you know exciting or feels um like it has any sticking power uh it is cool to see the kind of multiple versions of characters that you can make uh or that will be in the game you know you have like dark superman in there and, and you will see what they do with batman because batman has had so many different costumes during his era of stuff they even showed shaggy kind of being in multiple spaces too like having kung fu shaggy is kind of is kind of dope in, in that stuff but we'll see what multiverses is going to bring to the table uh, once it's out in the world and, and, and ready to be shown, which I think is going to be pretty great uh, for sure. Um, the other story uh, that I wanted to dig into for this week is all around uh, Halo Infinite's multiplayer. So I've been playing a crap ton of Infinite uh, uh, multiplayer, the, the surprise drop of it during the Xbox uh, Halo the Xbox and Halo kind of 20th anniversary um, presentation uh, was something that was rumored a, a bunch during the the, the the weeks coming up to that event. Everybody was like, we don't know, is this thing going to actually come out? Is it, is it actually going to drop? Are we really going to get Halo Infinite uh, multiplayer after the flights did so well? Um, and they dropped it. They, they, they announced it during that presentation. They said, hey, we're going to we have it. It's ready. We're going to put it out into the world. And I have been playing a crap ton of Halo Infinite um, uh, multiplayer. It has just been so dope uh, to be able to get into that ecosystem and go back into the world of Halo Infinite and have it be its fullest version out in the world. The one thing that has been a little bit troubling and the thing that people have been talking about a lot has been, you know, a lot of the really cool customization parts are locked in their battle pass. And the battle pass usually the is is a, is a thing that is the grind for any you know uh, live service shooter game at this point. 
you know, with Call of Duty having kind of nailed this, uh, you know, a long time ago and having this be uh, a part of their kind of, uh, you know, hook for a lot of people, you know, people were wondering about what this would look like from a, from a Halo perspective. And I think right now, in terms of what you're able to get, there are some really cool, you know, uh, hooks on the, uh, uh, you know, worms on the end of the hook or carrots on the end of the stick. Um, in the battle pass for you, the problem right now is that progression has been extremely slow. Um, and the problem has been less about, you know, you getting some of that progression. Some of it wasn't working for a small amount of time, but the fact that it was all based on the challenge system. So they have these challenges that are in the game. And every time you put up a challenge or you complete a challenge, that's when you would get XP. So you could play as many matches as you can. You can do fairly well, but you don't really get anything in terms of XP towards your battle pass, unless you've actually unlocked a, or, or finished a challenge. Bungie has heard that. I mean, not Bungie, I'm sorry. 343 has heard that. Um, they went through the process of kind of relooking at it and they said, you know, what we'll do is uh, you'll get progression for, for, for completing matches. You'll be able to get some um, in that space, which is, which is smart. A again, it was a thing that was really, really not great. Um, and it wasn't the thing that was working really well. Um, so they announced a couple of changes. They said a new daily challenge automatically awards 50 XP for completing the first match of the day. Some of the more annoying weekly challenges will be removed. Others will have a difficulty dialed back so players can complete them faster. Double XP boosters will now last for an hour as opposed to just 30 minutes. And the week's current ultimate reward, the Sigil Mask uh, 7 visor, will be given away for free uh, between November 23rd and the 30th. It's smart. I think, again, it's like one of those things where, um, you know, a lot of the things that you saw that were getting people excited to play felt like they were kind of being snatched away for folks. Um, and and it's not really, it wasn't really feeling good. You were feeling like, man, I'm grinding, I'm kicking ass and doing a whole bunch of good work. And I'm not really going to get anything for it when especially some of the really cool you know, egg, you know, uh, uh, Easter eggs or uh, some of the cool kind of add-ons and cosmetics were like way further down in the past. So you could pay money to kind of boost yourself and boost your levels, which I've done some of it. And you kind of, you can definitely move up pretty fast in the ranks to get there. But again, most of the stuff you're going to be doing in that space is going to be through play. Uh, and if you're not doing it through play, then what, what else are you going to be able to do it through? Um, so bravo to the folks over at 343 for, um, for, recognizing the shortcomings of, of what that potentially were, uh, making that quick adjustment because they have so much good energy around the game right now and trying to figure out a really good way to, to find a good compensation space for folks to be able to, um, to be able to kind of really interact with the game in that way. So I'm even more excited about that uh, because now it just makes the grind a lot more reasonable in terms of how we're going to kind of be playing that stuff and, and, and how we're going to kind of be coming to it. So that, that makes a bunch of sense. Now it's just a matter of finding good folks to play with and, and, and making sure that you're having fun while you're getting those games in, uh, because that has been something that has been, you know, it's, it's, it's always interesting to see how many folks kind of come back to a thing, having not played things for a while and then kind of digging into it. So, you know, I'm, I'm having a blast with it. I'm, I'm having such a good time. I'm playing with old friends again, folks who I haven't played Halo with in years. 
uh, have started to get back into the grind and, and, and are digging into it in a real way. So, um, two last quick stories, uh, that didn't get the full treatment in the video version. Again, make sure you're checking out our stuff on YouTube, youtube.com slash spawn on me to see the full video versions of these, uh, spawn on me episodes. Um, two quick things that I wanted to touch on before we move over to, uh, what we've been playing for this week is one Sifu, the, uh, game from devolver, uh, published by devolver developed by the folks from slow clap, uh, who made absolver. Uh, their game was uh, initially going to be kind of pushed out to February and late February. Late February currently in 2022 is looking like a monster. Whole bunch of different games coming out during that period of time. There's going to be a lot of games lost in the shuffle because there are so many games coming out during that time. And in a rare uh, occurrence that doesn't happen often anymore, uh, they moved their date up to September, I'm sorry, to February 8th. Uh, of 2022. I am extremely excited about Sifu. Sifu is this Kung Fu fighter game that is like Absolver, but feels like a John Woo flick, but also feels like, you know, you're in that daredevil scene in the hallway where everything is like trying to beat you up and you're working your way through it. Um, love the art style, love what the combat looks like so far. All that stuff looks brilliant. And now them moving out of that time window gives them a little bit more space to breathe because to be fair, slow clap, slow clap games, I've been a huge fan of. I just don't think that they sell well and I just don't know if they actually like reach the audiences that they should reach because they are very, very niche in the way that they work. I think they have a lot of smart, really brilliant, intricate systems that work together, but I just don't know if those click with the fan base in a way that visually comes across in the same way that the games play. So you wind up having these really fantastic baseline experiences, but they just don't gain the traction that you would want from a game like these when they absolutely deserve it because they are so cool, especially if you love the martial arts and especially if you like, you know, that kind of style brawler. So super excited for them and super excited for the folks over Devolver. A shout out to our friends for Devolver who also uh, who went IPO public in Europe. Uh, so shout out to them for, for doing that as well. That happened a couple of weeks ago. Um, but super excited about that for sure. Uh, last thing that was on my mind before we go to what we've been playing has been battlefield 2042. Uh, you know how big of a fan I am of, of battlefield, you know, huge fan of the series, huge fan of the way that, that thing plays. Currently that game is in a bad state. Uh, it is not in the state that we had hoped that it would have been per launch. A lot of the things that wound up getting discussed during the betas that went out have still made it their way into the retail versions. They launch uh on thursday of this week so on uh the 19th is the day that they actually uh launch um which is on oh, friday <laughs> i keep forgetting what days it is uh so that launches on friday uh but yeah there's been so many issues with the game right now and it's in a spot where halo launching at that moment was probably the worst thing that could have happened for ea dice and battlefield 2042 because Call of Duty Vanguard has been kind of all right in terms of its visibility and kind of, you know, feel across the community. Everyone was really kind of hoping that Halo Infinite would be dropping earlier than not. Uh, and sadly, Battlefield 2042 just got its lunch eaten because the game isn't playing super well. It's playing okay in certain spots. There's like some really good 
parts of the uh, uh, certain maps that that feel really good and are really beautifully uh, uh, made. I think portal stuff, the portal stuff where you can mix and match all the different eras and guns and people and stuff. That mode is is really fun. It feels like old classic Battlefield in a lot of different ways. But the things that are holding it back are, you know, glitches, rubber banding, uh, where you're 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 lagging through the matches, you know, UI glitches, uh, not a great UI to begin with, um, just bugs everywhere. And then the the elephant in the room is was twenty eight player one hundred and twenty eight players too much. Um, and I think I'm thinking a lot of people who went into that game thinking that from the beginning are finding that, yeah, it might've been too many players on the map for the size maps that you have and for the amount of distance you have to cover, especially if you're not able to find yourself in a vehicle, uh, which has always been a problem in battlefield. That's never not been a thing. You know, people have been like, it's worse because we don't, we, we can't get a vehicle and we have to walk across these big maps, X, Y, Z. And I was like, Hey fam, I appreciate you. But like even in 64 player maps, it was like that. It's never even in 32 player maps. It was like that. That doesn't change. That is a huge part of Battlefield being Battlefield. And that's a part of players not communicating. And you can't communicate when there's no voice chat, which is another problem with Battlefield 2042, which is a thing that they have said um, they're working on getting in and that they're working on getting the bugs worked out for 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 launch. This game is in desperate need of, of a first day patch. I don't know how much of that stuff they're going to be able to fix within the timing that they've uh, had the beta um, uh, gameplay out. And then the the launch, which is tomorrow globally going out where everybody's going to be able to start playing. That's going to up the count on the servers. I don't know if the servers are going to be ready for that, but in a weird way, because of the not great, um, uh, 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 you know, reporting out from players, they may have less players to play with. Um, which may reduce some of the stress on the servers, which may give them some more time to kind of work. It's a weird catch 22. Um, either way, I am still pulling for those folks. I, I, the time that I have had when things have been working, um, has felt good, but it, it does feel like things like hit boxes when you're trying to shoot people that are wrong. I've, I've fought people who are just invincible and just shot at them forever and, no, and nobody dies. Um, and, and, and again, it's like, how do you teach a, a, a player base to be better about the way that they play while also having to fight through, you know, a, a good set of bugs and things like that in that way. Um, so we'll see. I, I, I'm, I'm hopeful uh, that they, they, they figure it out because I'm still full in on the Battlefield 2042 train. Um, I still want to play a crap ton of that game and play it with all of you at home uh, and figure out good ways to, to kind of come to that game. Um, moving forward. So very excited about that and, and hoping that they get their, get their fixes in and that, it, you know, the game finds itself in a good state because if not, Halo is going to be the shooter that I run with for the foreseeable future. Uh, one quick, what we've been playing story uh, coming up right about now, uh, something that you'll really be excited to talk about, or at least you'll be able to see a little bit later on uh, today. If you go check out our YouTube channel. So let's get into the, what we've been playing. So the news on the street is that I have been playing the Halo Infinite campaign. So if you go right now 
to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash spawn on me, you can go listen to my thoughts about the first, uh, well, you can go listen to my thoughts about what I have been playing in terms of the Halo Infinite campaign. I'm not going to talk a lot about it here because I want you to go check out the video and I want you to share it and I want you to go tell everybody it's the best video on the planet. Um, but what I will say is that if you're going into that conversation looking for conversations around the actual story, that's not what we're doing in this in this uh, preview. We have a review that's coming out that I'm working through right now uh, while I'm trying to finish up the campaign. Uh, for this preview, we're going to be talking about kind of the nuts and bolts of what Halo Infinite is bringing to the table. You know, how does it play? How does it look? How does it sound? You know, how are the, the kind of systems working together uh, as opposed to kind of digging into the, the, to the story, which we'll do a little bit in the, uh, a little bit more in the review that'll be coming out a little bit later. Um, all I will say is that I am extremely excited for what I've had a chance to play through again, massive love to our friends over at Microsoft for giving us early access to one of the biggest games of the year. Uh, I'm also just really excited for you all to get a chance to check this thing out. It is stunning. The conversations that were there about Craig are no longer there about Craig. The conversations about the game, not looking good. Don't think about that. Cause it's not there anymore. Um, I will say it is probably one of the, the, the best, um, uh, uh, projects I've seen come out of three, four, three, they are nailing this in multiple layers and multiple angles. And I'm just very excited for you all to check out the, the, the work that we did. It's about a 10 minute video or so on, on what my, my thoughts were around the game, uh, for the preview. And then we'll have a, a little bit longer version of that for the review. So, uh, again, it's super excited to, to, to have a chance to have gone through what I've been playing through. Uh, it feels really, really good. Uh, controls are on point. All the things you think about when you want to pick up a game with Master Chief as the, as the lead of it are there. Um, and there it's, it's just so good. <laughs> I'm really enjoying what I'm playing through currently and hope that, you know, when it goes live for everybody else, you'll have the same thoughts and feelings and we'll be able to share them, uh, you know, on Twitter and on social media spaces and all the other places that you want to reach out to me and, you know, talk about things on the show. So with that said, uh, you know, we're going to, we're going to end this episode a little bit early this week. Again, playing a whole bunch of stuff. Some of the stuff I can talk about, some of the stuff I can't, uh, you'll hear more about those things very, very soon. The things that I'm kind of under, under NDA about, uh, and I'll be traveling some to, to go cover a couple of other things as well as going to the game awards on December 9th. So I'll be there live in the flesh for my first event in almost two years in, in terms of a gaming event, uh, we'll be in the, in the audience when you're all watching it live at home. Uh, so definitely look out for your boy, uh, in, in the, in the seats, uh, during the show. Uh, and, and we'll be checking all of that stuff out. You make sure you're checking out all my socials as well. Cause I'll be talking about all my experiences and taking a whole bunch of pictures with people who I miss and love, uh, while I'm there. I'm sure my boy, I'm sure Paris is going to be there. Danny will be there from Gamertag radio. Uh, some other folks from our G4, G4 fam are going to be there. And also really quickly before we go, cause I didn't get a chance to talk about it, uh, or almost forgot to talk about it. Massive love and respect to my family over at G4. Bravo on a successful launch. Uh, I was there watching you all on Twitch. 
going through the first reiteration of what G4 is going to wind up being. Massive love to Rihanna uh, Manuel, who who's behind the scenes. Uh, uh, you know, all the folks who Danny, who is now Danny Pena, who's now working over there, uh, making that thing happen. The Black Hokage, who was a, a guest on the show this year, continuing to do huge things over in that space. Xavier Woods, who is just so brilliant at everything that he does. And Golden Boy, uh, who we definitely have to get on the show soon, uh, repping the Bronx with the with the with the best of, of his ability, always uh, working and, and making that thing dope. It was one of those moments when. I looked at everybody who was doing that work and feeling like, hmm, one, I feel like I could do that. And two, I definitely want to be on TV, network TV in 2022. I don't know how I'm going to get there. I said it on Twitter the other day. I don't know how I'm going to get there. Um, but I feel like I'm, I'm at a point now where I can do that work and feel like I would be able to rock it and, be, and it would be fucking dope. Uh, so uh, anyway. Uh, got to put your dreams out into the world. You never know what happens. Uh, we'll see you all very, very soon. We'll see you all next week for more spawn on me. Uh, if you are watching or listening to this, make sure you're checking out our, uh, our, 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 our previous shows, uh, because there will not be a show next week. Uh, there will not be a podcast and or a Twitch, uh, NFL stream next week because everyone will be on vacation for Thanksgiving. Uh, but the week after that, we got some bangers coming up uh, towards, you know, closing out November and closing out 2021 in a big way. So uh, much love to you all. We'll see you all very, very soon. Uh, we'll see you around Chicago quickly. Go Knicks, go Knicks, go. Until then, much love to you all and peace. <laughs>